What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to Free Terrible Gamers, episode 37. I'm here with the reliable Ashton, as always. That's right, I am reliable. Hey guys, how you doing? Alright, kind of, well, obviously Ashton had topics left over from last week, so leave it to me to go steal. They're still relevant, so right. we're going to cover them anyways. Alright, uh, PS Plus Essentials for May. So we got Grid Legends, Chalvery 2, and The Cinders. Chivalry? Chivalry? I thought it was Chivalry. Whatever. Anyway, I've never played any of these games. Um, I believe, is it Chivalry? That's like a bike game. 
or something along those lines. Yeah, I sh sh that's the only game I've ever heard of out of those three. Yeah, I may have heard of the Sinners, but I, it may be something else. And you know, there's a lot of games that start with the letter D, so I might be thinking of something else. Yeah, especially with Descending involved in it. I've descended in a lot of games. Yeah, that's true. Um, I may be even thinking about Dishonored. Yeah, that's that's a good possibility. I don't think the two games are related, though. <laughs> no, I don't think so, not at all. But yeah, so if you you may be able to try these games out, they may be good. You know, if you have a PS Plus subscription, try them out. That's part of the subscription, free with the subscription. So they came out on May second. Yep. Think I'm pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. May second. So, by the time you hear this, they're already out, so go grab them up if you got a PlayStation. Right. Alright, moving on to the rivals. Games of Gold for May. Alright. We have Star Wars Episode 1, Racer, and Hoa. So, Star Wars Episode 1, Racer. It's a Star Wars racing game. So you just go around your pod racers or whatever and race. Not something I'd really be interested in because I'm not a Star Wars fan. And Hoa, it's more like a like a puzzle sort of game. So if you you like puzzle games, check it out. So this kind of goes along with the past several... I mean, I can't even pick a start date that the games with gold have been trash. It's been years since there's been good releases. So, I mean... Since they quit, re since they quit releasing, uh, go ahead. Since they quit releasing, you know, good 360 games. Since they just started coming out with actual Xbox One games, it hasn't been good, in my opinion. I was gonna say, pretty much ever since it switched over to Xbox One, they pretty much sucked. Right. Yeah, exactly. 360 games was top tier. I mean, even a bad 360 game was worth checking out usually. Yeah, and those games release, well, the Star Wars one is already out. It's uh, through the 1st until the 31st, and then HOA, I call it HOA because there's a bunch of HOAs down here, so it's just, have any time I see that wording, I'm just calling it HOA, but <laughs> the puzzle game is available May 16th, which still won't be out by the time this releases, <laughs> to the 15th of June. Right. Yes, so, and Star Wars Day was, at the time of recording, it was yesterday, so I'm sure that is why it's one of the games of gold, it's because of May. But they're both $20 games anyways, yeah. if you was to get them outside of free range. Right. Because the thing is, you can download them now and then decide not to do it in the time they expire, they still be in your inventory, so therefore they still be free. Yeah. You if you, you want to purchase them. Right, you don't necessarily have to download them to claim them. You just have to go on there and claim them, and then you can download them anytime once you own them. So it's a nice little glitch in the... Well, I think that's their whole purpose. Right. Because now where the games aren't worth really playing. No. <laughs> there goes our Xbox Gold sponsorship. That's right. Now they're going to do it with gold eventually anyway, I'd say, and it's just going to go all the Game Pass. 
and the online will be tied through Game Pass, I would assume, because that's their end goal was to just sell Game Pass. I think, I mean, it's a far stretch, but I think eventually they're just going to do with console anyway and just do all cloud and all Game Pass. That's what they're working up for. Yep. Speaking of which, the CMA calls out Nintendo and Call of Duty. All right. With the entire Microsoft situation. CMA is getting on my nerves now. Okay, so it says, One proposal that came about as a part of the acquisition was Microsoft's 10-year commitment to bring Call of Duty games to the Switch which the CMA believes is not technically capable of running the game in a manner resembling the experience on the more powerful platforms. It says Nintendo does not currently offer Call of Duty, and we have seen no evidence to suggest that its consoles would be technically capable of running a version of Call of Duty that is similar to those in Xbox and PlayStation in terms of quality, gameplay, and content. And it says, goes on to say, this comment in the... CMA's report comes despite Microsoft's previously shown confidence in the visibility of a port. Back in February, Microsoft President Brad Smith stated that the series would run as you would expect on the Switch, and this was later emphasized by Microsoft Gaming CEO and boss Phil Spencer, who stated that the company was aiming to bring the best version of Call of Duty to all platforms, Switch included. All right, so the CMA is full of crap. Because, of course, the Switch is not going to run Call of Duty 60 frames per second at 4K. But, it could run Call of Duty 30 frames per second, 1080, or 720 handheld. And even, for some reason, if it couldn't, bring a cloud version over. That's apparently the whole big deal, but behind the CMA canceling out the Brazil anyway is the big cloud issue. So either any of those solutions would get Call of Duty on the Switch. If they got Call of Duty on the Wii, which was just basically a GameCube hardware-wise, they can get it on the Switch. Yeah, which I'm, I know the CMA's whole entire logic behind it is the gigabyte difference because... Let's be honest, if they was to release it on standard gigabytes from what the thing is, you'd have to have like five switches for it to download one game. Or a good size uh, micro SD card. Yeah, but the actuality of it is, it's, I understand where they're coming from with it, but like you said, it's not very logical with what they're capable of doing. The Switch can run Fortnite which is a shooter, a fast-paced shooter, not quite on the limit of Call of Duty, but it's still up there on terms of hardware. You know, it takes some hardware to run Fortnite, not a cloud version. And so the Fortnite runs 30 frames per second on the Switch, 1080p. Call of Duty could. It might take some work to make a port. It'd probably be easier just to bring a cloud version over, but even if they just done a cloud version, they would still fulfill their promise of Call of Duty on the Switch, which would, I mean, the CMA, they're just, apparently they, they know that it's capable, just Sony's giving them that money to deny that deal, is what I think. 
Yeah, as we discussed last week, that's pretty much the only thing going on with it. It's, I mean, that's just an obvious direction for what they're going for in it. And like I said, the, it, it, just it being the UK mainly blocking it, I don't even know if that's going to affect us over here. But in the actuality of the whole entire thing, I think if it's a, if one person does it, everyone else is just going to kind of follow suit just naturally. Right. But it could be one of those things where the UK is just screwed and then we wound up getting it over here anyways because, I mean, th this is the first time it's happened, so this is pretty much going to set the presidents from, from here on out. Right. Yeah, I mean, I hope that it's just the UK. I mean, sorry for you UK listeners, but I'd really like to see some Call of Duty on the Switch. And maybe eventually if we do end up getting it over here in the U.S. and other countries besides the U.K., maybe the CMA will be like, oh, you know what, we were wrong. You guys, you know, the U.K. can have it now. I don't know. But it may they may just block the entire thing. I don't know what kind of authority they have to do that. I know other, you know, agencies around the world have approved the deal already. So who has more power where is the question. To who can get it pushed through, who can deny, or does it have to be a complete yes vote and nobody votes no? I don't know how that works. Yeah, it's it's been twelve years since we've had a Call of Duty on a Nintendo system, correct? With Modern Warfare Three, because it came out. I believe so. Yeah. Well, Modern Warfare Three, Black Ops Two came out in two thousand twelve, right? Mm-hmm. So well, we had, uh, I thought, I thought Modern Warfare 3 came out the year before Black Ops 2. Uh, yeah, it'd be 2011, that's what I'm saying, it'd be 12 years, it's 2023. Well, yeah, well, Black Ops 2 came out on, um, the Wii U, so yeah. Okay, so it did, I had the Wii U, so yeah, that makes sense then. Yeah. Yeah, if they can get Black so Ops 2 on the Wii U... They can get Call of Duty on the Switch. Which is pretty much just a bigger, fancier GameCube. Since <laughs> Ashton's logic with the Wii software. I mean, that's that's really all the Wii was. It was basically just a overclocked GameCube. It had the it was that's why it was so easy for Nintendo to do backwards compatibility on the Wii, because it was just an overclocked GameCube. That's all it was. No more hardware, you know, upgrades or anything. It was just a GameCube. And you just get a bigger deal. Yeah, you just get a bigger disc and the computer run a little harder, you know, if it's overclocked. And better internet capabilities, even though everyone still had dial up. Right. If you was lucky you had DSL, but it's still not really that much of a difference. No, no which came a long just... ways internet-wise, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, sticking with Nintendo, Splatoon and Link's Awakening Remake composer is leaving a company yep so it says here longtime composer at nintendo ryo nagamatsu has left the company after 17 years to work a little wider who's most well known and works in his most well-known works include the legends of a link between worlds mario kart 8 splatoon 2 splatoon 3 and link's awakening remake on switch and he also wants to help those who need my help and to help the industry. And it says he left the company on good terms. So 
good for him. You know, it's, you know, sometimes when you're with a company in this type of job, you know, making music for one company, you just want to go somewhere else. Eventually you get tired of being on the same company. So good for him moving on good terms. And he's made a lot of good music for a lot of great games. So. Yeah, it's definitely sucks seeing him go though since he's composed so much in the past 17 years. Right. A lot of memorable music from several games that he's done. Yeah, especially the Zelda but, games. Yeah, but the actuality of it is exactly what you said. Some people get tired of working for the same company, so go elsewhere, especially if you're able to do better for yourself. Never judge a person that they're going to make themselves better. Right. I mean, in Nintendo, they're a kid-friendly company. I wouldn't say kid-focused, but kid-friendly. So maybe he's wanting to do something like God of War or something, a little, little more adult-oriented or something. You know, you never know. I mean, maybe not, but I'm just saying he wants to work a little wider, he said. So maybe that's his words for that. He wants to go do something a little more mature. Can't necessarily fault the guy. Nope. Alright, moving on to the next one. Overwatch 2 players react to Blizzard's response. You take this one away. I wasn't able to find anything on it. Alright, I found it mainly through Game Rant, which they had more of an update on it this morning. Uh, I guess Blizzard was kind of tone deaf to the Season 4 release of the new obviously a new season on overwatch 2 never played the first one definitely haven't played the second one but i guess it's a pretty big community and i mean i don't know if it's necessarily relating to the whole entire activision buyout trying to go on because obviously they're attached right so i don't know as a company this is why but at the same time but quoting from the article is this morning Blizzard responded to this issue acknowledging that players were so anytime they was logging in they was getting not necessarily well yeah a couple few of them got banned just for no reason at all uh and then while they're logging in it says that there's an update required a minute it just never goes past that screen like there's just the bugs saying that there's an update when there's not. And I guess there's been extremely disp disproportional matchmaking recently, which knows can make a big difference in gaming right. on how fun the game is going to be. Because right. if you're you know, a novice gamer and you want to be against other novice people, then, you know, and then you go on there and you're getting slayed by literally people that never put the game down, then, you know, you're <laughs> not going to have to. Right. But with them acknowledging it and stating that the developers were currently investigating the problem and trying to resolve it, but also stating that the bans applied to players to the bug and they would not overturn the bans. They won't overturn the bans. No. Wow. Not until I, yeah. So that's that's how you get your community behind you right there. That's right. And many players have rightfully gotten upset with Blizzard about this response, which speaks volumes about how little they care for their <laughs> players. These seemingly endless issues and Blizzard's lack of actions 
don't go well for the game's continued popularity. Wow. So what's your opinion on that? <laughs> Sounds like to me, people just need to find a new game to play because, I mean, it's Activision Blizzard. They're not going to care. Their focus is Call of Duty, and if your account gets banned on Call of Duty, they probably wouldn't care on there either because they got millions of other players that their accounts are just fine and they're spending money. So, I mean, Activision's that type of company anymore. They just... They got a big, huge fan base, so they don't really care, from what I could tell. You know, in that article and others I've seen, they don't really care about their fans. They know their games are going to sell, and they're going to make money anyway, so. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, it's just, it's sad for the players, but at the same time, it's just so funny how you can just be like, nah, I don't really care about my player yeah, base. how you can what... not care so much about the people that make you the money. That's crazy. Not taking care of your fans, but that's just how they are. I mean, they make so many games and have so many franchises. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know what games they do make. Like the new Crash and Spyro games, they don't. A lot of people don't know that they make those, and they're going to buy them anyway because nostalgia for them. You know the older games yep. and stuff. So, a lot of people boycott Activision and Blizzard for certain things that went on inside the company. But a lot of people don't know what they make, so they still buy games they don't know that they make. Yeah, World of Warcraft is a big one too. Right. Exactly. Since Blizzard had them, once they got acquired by Activision, it's. You know, that's one of the main things, and that's probably one of the biggest gaming bases there is. Right. So those people are always going to be spending money on there, so they can really care less about the Overwatch 2 players. Right, and a lot of people don't even know Activision owns Blizzard. So, I mean, they just, it's, they're they're playing Activision's game no matter what. So, yep. Yeah, so if you it, want to keep on playing Overwatch 2, go for it, but if not, we don't blame you. So it sounds like a lot of companies don't care about their fans recently because was it last week or week before we was talking about Bungie not releasing patch notes for their updates on Destiny 2 and it's got everybody mad and just saying just go ahead and release Destiny 3. We're done with this game. Yeah. After years and years of leveling up, we're just, we're done. We're done with the crap. Just release a new game. That's right. Let's, let's spend more money. That's right. Let's, let's, Let's get you more money, even after you're treating us bad. I know they got them right. I mean, they did for the most part. It's. I mean, I'm not going to say every single gamer is an addiction, but there is some with addictions. That, yeah. 
So, I mean, it's just one of those things where they know who's going to buy the games. It don't matter what they do to them. See, I don't think I, I could be like that. The only franchise I could be like that with is Zelda. I don't care what they call me. I'm going to buy a Zelda game. I don't care what they do to me. But Nintendo, they're not that type of company, though, to do that to people. And that, most of these games are online-based, and obviously... Right. Nintendo don't do that. that. Yeah. But most of their first-party titles are, you know, single console. Right. I mean, minus Mario Kart, but minus that, it's usually just in the local play. Yeah. Yeah, and even if Nintendo did do online, like, say, Overwatch or Destiny 2, they know, they've been around long enough, they know who their money comes from. So, yeah, they might yeah. make fans mad sometimes with some of their decisions because Nintendo is Nintendo and does weird things, but they try to always put the fan and the customer first, which a lot of companies forget to do. They forget who makes their money, so they kind of just toss the fan aside and think they're going to make money regardless, which most of the time they're right, sadly. And what, Animal Crossing is another online one that's not necessarily right on local play? Right, yeah, it's, but it's online. It like major online, like I said, minus Smash Brothers and Mario Kart. Right. Yeah. But their main, main titles are all single play, so it's, or local play, so it should just be as easy as it is, it's kind of hard to make people mad once the uh, game's out and it's, you know, not online-based. I mean, yeah, games can still, and they can still release patch notes to fix the bugs or whatever, but that's still highly unlikely, and usually a lot of people stumble across it before they fix it anyway, so they're just like, okay, right, do this. And the closest thing from Nintendo we've got from this is, like, we've Pokemon Scarlet and Violet was awful, and I, I think it's still running pretty crappy, but Nintendo only has so much say in that. It's Game Freak that's mostly to blame. It's not Nintendo themselves. Mm -hmm. Nintendo, if they had the complete say, I would say they would be running a whole lot better than they are, because it's not up to Nintendo to just say, hey, we're going to make this patch real quick. It's not them. It's Game Freak. So... Because even though it's a first-party title, it's they don't own it like right. they do Mario. It's owned in thirds, so they don't own it completely. They don't have complete control over it. So, yep. All right, sticking with Nintendo, Tears of the Kingdom file size reduces with no explanation. Kind of ironic that we're talking about this, but... <laughs> right. All right, yeah. So, Tears of the Kingdom comes out in a week at the time of recording. And so... Just put that out there. Okay, so it says, It seems Nintendo has updated the file size on the official game page once again. No longer is it the biggest digital release on the system, with the Japanese video game company seemingly reducing it from around 18 gigabytes down to about 16 gigabytes. The eShop listing in the US, Japan, and other regions say it will require approximately 15.9 gigabytes of free space compared to Breath of the Wild, coming in at 14.4 gigabytes. And it says, Tears of the Kingdom is still officially the bigger game of the two, obviously. In general, it's still a rather large file size, with, 
other recent games like Xenoblade Chronicles 3 only taking up about 14 gigabytes. So a lot of people are making a big deal out of this, but I mean, it. It's, the game's been done for a while, so it's not like they're just going back and cutting content out, and that's why it's you know reducing. I'm sure there's another explanation for it. I wasn't able to find anything because you know it says with no explanation, but I'm sure it's not because they're just cutting content out just because they want to, or just because the Switch won't hold it. I mean, the game's been done. It's been in warehouses for months, I would say, at this point. So it's not just going to be cutting content. I mean, if it is, it would more than likely with the file size be DLC related if it was. Right. Because they can release our game like that and put out the initial size and then reduce it because of the they didn't take in consideration for that but obviously they wouldn't be like oh yeah no we cut out two gigabytes worth of data because that's the file size for each uh dlc obviously if they was to accidentally mess up like that they're not going to come out and say it right so like i said to me that's the only logical explanation there is would be to cut content because that's pretty much how you downgrade size is by cutting content it's, right and it would take more work to cut the content to make the game line up right than mm -hmm. just to leave the content in there. Exactly. They wouldn't have time in the short amount of time since we've seen that it's reduced to fix the game in time for it to release in a week. No. Like I said, I think they had a plan all along. And they, like I said, whenever they initially said what size it was going to be, they was like... They didn't take consideration the DLC size, so therefore they're just like, okay, we're going to take out the DLC size. So, like you said, the game's not going to be ruined because of it because everything's already set into place. Right. But doesn't mean that they're not cutting content because they technically will be cutting con content because it's going to be behind a paywall eventually. But but not it's just, the final, not just the base game, not the base game no, content. No. <laughs> You wouldn't be cutting content from the base game. You'd be cutting content from the DLC. Right. Yeah. Or, I Which, mean, it could even be you pop your cartridge in or you download it the first day it releases in a week. And then you got a two gigabyte update and there's your 18 gigabytes. I mean, it could be that, you know, that's a possibility too. There's like, could, I mean, there's moderately anything simple of what it is. People, I think, are going to take it out of context no matter what right they'll go to the worst thing you know oh, nintendo shortness content no not not necessarily because mm -hmm. or it could be you know different patches that they went ahead and patched and that just ironically enough got rid of some data it don't yeah. really bugs and you know way. getting rid of bugs will take data away maybe not that much two gigabytes worth but it'll still take some away yeah, it'd be a pretty big game if that was two gigabytes <laughs> of bugs. Yeah, like Redfall. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we'll go ahead and hop to that topic, and we'll skip the one and go to it. Okay. Since you since you wanted to mention it. <laughs> All right. Redfall rating and scores. All right. So at the time of research, which was like Tuesday, I believe, uh, it was a sixty-two. With seven positive, thirty mixed, and six negative, 
and that comes in with a 2.2 user score with 123 reviews at that time. It's definitely not good for Microsoft and Bethesda, and people were saying it's really broken and buggy. And, you know, people thought that, which is common with Bethesda, people call them bug Bethesda, that they release games in this state. People were hoping with Microsoft buying them that they would change their ways, but obviously with one of Microsoft's biggest games of the year behind Starfield, it's not changed. And yeah, these bugs, they may be able to fix with a patch. I'm sure they will, but that's not the point we've talked about before. The point is getting a good product day one out there. Yes, there's going to be bugs, but it doesn't have to be completely broken. Yeah, it's, I think I've done all mine yesterday looking up the things so from Thursday it's actually dropped it's like a 59 Medicare panel opposed to a 60 wow. so the game's getting as we go on which more people are getting it now it's getting closer right. to the weekend therefore it's closer to the payday so therefore more people are buying the game to right. leave these reviews but it's one of those things to where yeah if you release a buggy game that's exactly what's going to happen is this was one of the most highly anticipated releases this year, and they definitely dropped a ball on it. Yeah, that's for sure. And it's just really bad for Microsoft because they haven't had a good first-party game come out in a couple of years now because these Redfall and Starfield have just been delayed and delayed and delayed, and then they come out with this. It just doesn't look good on them at all. Cyberpunk's book. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, it, I, but who knows? They could easily turn the game around to uh, being one of the best games out there. Right. But, with, with patches like, and bugs. And people were even saying it's too easy, which they could also fix with a patch. It might take a little bit of work, but they could release another difficulty option, you know, to make it a little right. harder. Is there only one difficulty option now? I'm not sure. I know most have two or three at yeah. least. I'm sure there is more than one, but people are saying even on the hardest difficulty, it's still too easy. Well, then you might be too good at a game then. <laughs> right? Quit. Start sucking at games like us. Be terrible gamers. Be a terrible gamer. <laughs> That's how you fix that problem. That's right. Solved. Listen to our podcast and uh, just suck at video games. That's right. We do. We do. It's <laughs> easy. It's easy to suck. It's hard to be good. That's right. <laughs> All right. Got time for one more? Yeah. Phil Spencer reacts to the UK block. All right. So it says here, head of Xbox, Phil Spencer called the competition and market authority, CMA, decision to block Microsoft's Activision Blizzard acquisition. Disappointing while reiterating the company's confidence in and commitment to closing the deal. The CMA's decision was disappointing, said Spencer. Um, I've been talking to that group for almost a year. They've defined the market of cloud gaming that in his mind doesn't really exist yet. I said that last week, that the reason for yeah. the clouding, it doesn't even make sense because it's not there yet. Cloud gaming is still new, and there's other companies doing it besides Microsoft. And they've made deals with those said companies. So the CMA's 
reasoning makes zero sense whatsoever for blocking it. Sony's paying them off. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Phil Spencer basically said what Ashton just said, but in a more professional tone. <laughs> right. They're like, Sony's paying these guys off. That's basically what Phil Spencer said. <laughs> Without mentioning yeah. Sony, that's what he said. Yeah. That's, we're, we're just Phil Spencer's voice right now. Yeah. We're, we're just saying what he meant to say that he couldn't say in public. I guess technically, in a way, we're saying in the public, too, but we're just not as big as Phil Spencer yet. Right, right, yeah. We won't get in trouble for saying it like he would. And now we're officially going to get our uh, Xbox Gold uh, Post Red ad back. That's right. We're not getting any free PlayStation merch or nothing, that's for sure. That's right. But yeah, it's Phil Spencer. I had every right to be upset. Pretty much everyone that's not a PlayStation fan is upset. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, everybody but Sony fans and Sony themselves are upset that this deal isn't going through. Which even Sony fans don't even have a right to be upset because they would still be getting the game too. It's just literally the Spoiled brats is what they are. Sony. Sony don't know how to negotiate with anybody. No, they're just care about themselves. They've always been like, just care about themselves. That's it. Yeah. Definitely won't ever get anything from Sony, that's for sure. No. But that is all the time we have for today, guys. Follow our socials, YouTube, TikTok. I've been kind of slacking on that range, but we'll plan on getting back into it. Uh, Twitter, Discord, our Mastodon account, which is a gaming thread as well. Twitch. Uh, Instagram, a little bit of everything. Like I said, pretty much the account you can everything but kick, which is what Ashton uses for his own personal channel. Right. I we do stream our episodes live on YouTube and Twitch, and then I stream live on Kick and Twitch. So not tonight. I usually do after, but I got work tomorrow, so cannot. Well, later, guys. See you guys next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.